You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. This season is sponsored by the Brandon Valley Area Chamber of Commerce. Thank you so much uh, for believing in what we're doing here and building community one conversation at a time. Today, we're going to have a conversation with Brandon Resument. Brandon Resument. Brandon Resument? Is that a word? I don't think so. Brandon Resument. <laughs> Dan Dykhouse. Dan, welcome to the Lings Podcast. Thanks for having me, John. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad. Thanks for taking time out. I mean, I know you got lots of stuff going. You got kids. Yep. You got business. You got lots of things happening. So, yep. just a few minutes today to to talk a little bit about about Dan yeah. and uh, and your story and Brandon. Dan, tell us a little bit about like your story, how. Uh, where you came from, how you got to be in Brandon. Tell us a little bit of that story. Yep, yep. Um, I grew up, uh, you know, it's funny. You grew up in Sioux Falls, and people that have been in Sioux Falls for a long time, they'll tell you I was either east side Sioux Falls or west side Sioux Falls, which is funny because Sioux Falls isn't that big. But uh, for South Dakota, it is. Uh, I grew up west side Sioux Falls. Um, uh, went to elementary school, middle school, high school over there. Um, but, uh, then actually went to Roosevelt for one year and then went to O'Gorman, um, and graduated from O'Gorman. Uh, and then after that, um, accepted a, uh, football scholarship offer to, uh, South Dakota state, um, oh, nice. Nice. which, which, uh, if anybody knows me is pretty deep in our family. Um, uh, but no, it was, it was a lot of fun, uh, to go up there and, and, uh, get a degree in, in business as well. Um, and the funny thing about business degrees, John, is it's a great degree, but there's so many different routes you can <laughs> yeah. go. So I was definitely one of those people that knew I had a good degree, but wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do with it. Um, uh, but yeah, so, uh, graduated college, um, and, uh, in order to graduate with our degree, we had to do a, um, internship and I actually did mine with the Sioux Falls Storm um, thinking that uh, I wanted to work in sports after I was done playing and uh, it was it was a lot of fun um, but I realized that I loved the uh, the day-to-day operations of it um, I just didn't really like all the nights and weekends and uh, and you know, I, I just kind of figured I'm a huge fan of sports. Sports has been a huge part of my life. Um, and uh, I think I'd rather just be a fan and yeah. find something else to do. Um, but, yeah, so then I graduated, uh, and um, I actually got a phone call um, and uh, had an opportunity come up to go to work uh, for Holt McDowell Insurance uh, at the time. I uh I didn't know a lot about insurance because all the insurance I ever had to deal with either my was under my parents or through the school for football and um, medical insurance wise. And uh, I was like, you know, I don't really have any plans. And and I know this is a great company, um, some great leaders. And, uh, you know, I'll take a shot with it and see where it goes. You know, I had no idea how long I'd be there um, or what exactly I'd even be doing at the time. Um, so that ended up being 10 years and I really enjoyed it and I learned a lot. 
um, about business and, and, and kind of the travel side. I, I wasn't a, like your retail, uh, insurance agent. I was licensed, but we were on the wholesale side. So okay. we were the exclusive wholesaler for Sanford health plan. Um, so I worked with other insurance agents. So we trained them in our products and, and kind of helped them with the sales side. Um, so I, I didn't really feel like I was out there grinding away, trying to pick up a bunch of clients and stuff. It was more business development. And that is kind of what I always enjoyed doing. I, I love the relationship side of business. Um, I, I love meeting new people and 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 kind of uh, just developing business that way. So um, did that for 10 years. And then from there, um, had an opportunity, got a call from a buddy that had kind of recruited me a little bit. He said, um, I have a business uh you're not going to know a whole lot about it as, as far as, you know, what we do is, is kind of a multi-line service company. So they did painting, uh, epoxy flooring, water restoration, um, and, and different services like that, which is not up my alley. I'm not <laughs> anybody that knows me. I'm not a handyman. Not a handyman. <laughs> um, but he said, Dan, I really need someone to run the business and okay. I need someone to manage it and, um, kind of do the day-to-day operations. And so for me, it was a big leap of faith, right? I'd been, mm. I'd been comfortable. I'd been doing yeah. the same thing for 10 years. Um, I, was also kind of at the point where I felt like I had plateaued a little bit and I was kind of looking for the next thing. Um, and so uh, took a leap of faith and uh, jumped into it and was the general manager uh, for, for this company for four years um, before this new opportunity okay. happened about a year ago. So I should mention in that um, I kind of talked a lot about my the business side. In college, I met my wife. <laughs> we got yeah, married. Yeah. We got married after college, uh, and we now have three boys, um, and that are wild and crazy and active. Yeah. So. Yeah, I see you, man, all over the place. Yeah. I, I thought for the longest time you just drove the. Uh, the Dykehouse family bus. Like I thought that was your full-time <laughs> gig for the longest time. You, you know, it's getting to that right now. I, I've, I've been, my biggest joke with all my friends right now is I'm a, I'm a professional Uber driver that doesn't get paid. Yeah. Drive my kids around. We have activities. It feels like every single night of the week, but it's great. It keeps them active, keeps them busy. Um, it allows dad to, to, uh, be involved in sports with my three sure. crazy boys. And, uh, no, it's a lot of fun. So I am, I, I, I'm a, professional driver now yeah <laughs> you're a chauffeur that's yep, good chauffeur yeah well that's, that's good I, I think you know you know just kind of coming back so so when you were at South Dakota State I mean do you still refer to yourself as a division one athlete I mean I know like we had Jim Heinitz here and, yep. and that's how he introduces himself most yep. of the time he says you know I I'm a former division one athlete. Were you, were you division one, division two area? Where, when were you at? You know, John, that's a loaded question. Um, my wife would say, I say that I was a division one athlete. Um, my wife would say you were a division two recruit. And so, because I was there during the transition period. Right. Okay. And so when I was being recruited, uh, SDSU was Division Two, but when I stepped on the field and played, we were Division One. So naturally, I was a Division One athlete, right? I, I mean, <laughs> if Heinitz is a Division One athlete, uh, oh yeah, you're it, a Division One. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I, I, I uh, so were you on the field when you shattered all? Was it seven or eight when you guys crushed us 
in Brookings mm-hmm. to ruin our undefeated season. Yep. Was that was that your nope. era? <laughs> that was right after me. So my final season was 06. So I unfortunately had to finish my career in the Fargo Dome. Um, actually, that was during that weird time where it was like home, home, away, away. So my junior and senior year, final game of the seasons, were in Fargo. And it was awful. So no, you guys got the best of us up there. But no, it's been it, it's been such a fun rivalry, uh, it, you okay. know, ever since we both went Division One. Um, but yeah, it's I have a I I I, was, I can't like the NDSU. I can't like the Bison, but I have a lot of respect for the program I've, in all sports, but football especially. Well, wait till you're in my position and you, one of your kids goes up there to play at NDSU. Yeah. Yep. I mean, wait for that to happen. Yeah, I See, mean, I, I've had to switch hats, so it's kind of – I cheer for the Jacks 364 days a year, <laughs> and on the 365th day of the year, yep. I, I'm still – I find myself still cheering for them. Yep. So, uh, well, that's my, something that my dad uh, – my, my dad is also I've, – I've heard him say in a couple – you know, because my dad played uh, at SDSU in the late 70s, um, and then I played in the early 2000s, and I've heard him give speeches where he says – um, all the years that he was there playing and 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 you know battling on the field with with his brothers, uh, he said his greatest joy was having his son, uh, watching his son run out in the field, and uh, pretty special for me to hear that. Um, yeah. But also, I'm starting to realize that now with my boys, I enjoy watching them play more than I ever enjoyed playing. You know, I, and I loved it. But just being able to watch your kids play a sport that they love and that you love is just a lot of fun. Yeah, it's such a special, special relationship, you know, to have that, being able to coach your kids mm-hmm. and seeing them succeed, seeing them fail, yep. uh, being there to encourage them. I've I've appreciated that. That's cool. I didn't know that about your dad, that he that he had played there. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yep. What's yep. it like? I, I just got to ask the question. Yep. What's it like when you go to games now and you see your name on the side of the stadium? What's that like? You know, sometimes it still doesn't feel real. Um, but uh, you know, it it, it it it's hard to explain. It's it's one of those deals that you know my dad is my dad has done it very well for himself. Um, but through through it all, one of the biggest things that he's taught me is um, giving back. And um, whether it's, you know, um, financially or with your time or, or whatever you can do, um, just, you know, especially give back uh, to those either people or organizations or places that help you get to where you are. So one of the things that he always talks about in, in a lot of the speeches that he gives um, is SDSU gave him an opportunity. They gave him a scholarship. And uh, he... He really wanted to do everything that he could um, to return that, and because he was so grateful for it, and um, you know he he's he's done a lot. Uh, he's done a lot for SDSU. He's done a lot for uh, Sioux Falls. He's done a lot for South Dakota. Um, as his son, you know, it, it's 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 a big shadow. It, it's sure. it's it's a it's a big shoes to fill. Um, and it's all great. It's all wonderful. You know, there's nothing negative about it. Um, put a little pressure on me, but, um, at the same time, he, he, he's always encouraged me, you know, everybody always asks me, Dan, why didn't you get into banking? You, You know, your dad's in banking and you know, it just was, uh, I, I just never wanted to go down that path and I kind of wanted to create my own path. And, 
um, my dad always encouraged me to um, go down my own path and, and be my own person. And, and you know, he's, he's my number one mentor. Um, I, I go to him still today with every, every he, the guy's seen everything in business, sure, right? He's, sure. he's been through everything. So um, he's not my only a- avenue, but um, uh, of, of resources who I go through. I actually, I, I, I like to have different people to go through to, for different things. But I know at the end of the day, if I had to get advice or had to get help with something, um, I can go to my dad, which is great. Yeah, I've heard many people say that the definition of success is having the people who know you the best mm-hmm. love and respect you the most. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's sure I, I feel that from you. Yeah. And uh, what an encouragement to to us now, you know, as that next generation of yeah. we're dads. Yep. Yep. Having that, you know, a role model like your dad to go, hey, yeah, you you can you can be quote unquote successful, mm-hmm. but yet there's more to it than than business. It's yeah. about relationships, hundred percent, hundred percent. And so that's that's really cool. Thanks for sharing that. That's yeah. a, I, I think that's what you know draws me to Brandon. I mean, being an a, an OG, I mean, being Roosevelt OG. I mean, what. What drew you, my goodness, yeah. to live in Brandon, yeah. to invest in Brandon? Now you got links on the side of your business. Yep, like, yep that's right. Um, talk to me about that. Yeah, so no, uh, kind of funny, uh, going back to childhood, right? Uh, playing sports primarily. Um, I hated Brandon. I, I really did. And and not in the sense that I hated the town or the community. It was just a big rivalry in sports. And I'm talking all the way going down to my kids' age, all the way through high school. Um, both uh, my class uh, classes um, and Brandon's classes during that time were were competitive and tough. And um, who did you love to just beat? Who was who were some of the athletes that you just love to get after? <laughs> You're gonna have me drop names. Oh, huh? I, that's what we're here for. Yeah. So uh, the, <laughs> who did you love to compete against? The three names, the three Brandon names that I felt like I competed against the most was. Uh, uh, Big Red, Mike Marin, uh, okay. he still lives in town. Uh, Brett Fisher, uh, yeah. and if you know Brett and Alicia, uh, I think, you know, they've been together since I think like kindergarten or something. But, uh, and then uh, Josh Anderson, another redhead. So it was a couple yeah. of redheads from Brandon, but no, we just battled uh, primarily baseball um, and, and, but basketball and football and all that too. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, so I never thought, I'd ever live in Brandon, right? And so fast forward a bunch of years, um, we, uh, after my wife and I got married and, and started our family, we were living uh, back on Westside Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls after uh, coming back from Brookings. And um, we lived in an awesome kind of up and coming neighborhood and had a great group of friends. And slowly it just kind of felt like everybody had started moving away for different reasons. Um, nothing bad, but just, you know, life, uh, job changes, stuff like that. And, uh, we were kind of looking for what was going to be our next home. Um, and our friends kind of moving away, um, kind of helped, you know, move that along. And we had had our, the babies and, uh, they were getting older and we knew they were going to be getting into school. And we said, you know, if, if we're going to make a move, let's do it before, 
our oldest son start school because the last thing in the world I want to do is pull him out of a school once he's made friends and and you know that that's not fun for anybody unless they have to do it um, and so we started looking around and uh, we had had a few friends either live in Brandon or move to Brandon and so um, yeah we you know took a look and, and kind of found our dream home um, and uh, moved to Brandon six years ago uh, and never looked back. And and I just, I, I went from not liking Brandon to absolutely loving Brandon. Uh, and and it, 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 you know, we, we live on an acreage um, and I call it a city acreage because it's not really set up for, you, you can't come to our house and find horses and pigs and cows and stuff. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you're going to find a couple dogs and some cats, but that's about <laughs> it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I call it a city acreage because we're like two miles from Eastside Sioux Falls and like a mile and a half from, from Brandon. And so it's, it's kind of the perfect. I still kind of get my big city, uh, in, yeah. in Sioux Falls when I need to run into, uh, Dolly Farms or, or the movie sure. theater or whatever. Um, uh, but you know, Brandon, Brandon's home now and, and yeah. we love it. And, uh, La- this last year um, has probably in made that even such a bigger part of my life with with the the buying the business um, and not only being a Brandon resident now but also being a business owner in Brandon um, and getting way more involved in the community than yeah. I've gotten I've I've gotten way more involved this last year than I probably did in the five year previous years combined, um, which has been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been being a being a, a transplant to Brandon too. I mean, yep. um, I, I think that's been interesting. We moved six years ago as well. Yep. And so, um, you know, kind of feeling like, hey, I kind of start to belong here. It takes yeah, time. It, it does. doesn't happen it right does. away. No, no, right um, away. You know, so if you're, I mean, if you're listening, you're new to Brandon. I mean, obviously give it time yeah. because yeah. Brandon is a, is a unique place. And uh, I'm just grateful, uh, Dan, that you'd, you'd join us. Uh, is there anything, I mean, is there anything about that you'd want to say about community and what yeah. it means to be a community? Because you've been a part of different yeah. communities. The, oh, yeah. The Sioux Falls community, you've seen that grow. You were part of, in Brookings, being a part of watching SDSU grow and, yep. and build that same community. What would you say about, you know, Brandon and, and community? What does community yeah. mean to you? You know, that was one of the, our biggest draws um, to Brandon. Uh, and and a, any conversation I have with anybody about this, um, I, I, I say exactly this. Uh, Brandon um, has a lot of pride in, in, in its own community, and, and we take care of each other, and we're there for each other, Where, whether you, you know each other or not. Um, y- you you just it it the community kind of comes together at different times um and and all the time when whenever there's a need Brandon steps up and um the school districts uh absolutely amazing that was one of our biggest draws uh to Brandon but the thing that I love the most um honestly John was from the time that our boys started kindergarten they were the links and I didn't, you know, I didn't have that in Sioux Falls. I mean, you were part of a school district, but when we were in elementary school, we weren't, we weren't encouraged to uh, take part in the homecoming uh, festivities and stuff like that. Um, I just absolutely love that uh, about, about Brandon, about a lot of small towns. But the other thing I say with Brandon is, uh, you know, 
it, it has kind of that small town feel, even though we're growing and we're growing fast. But w- on an athletic level, we're, we play the highest yeah, right. highest level that you can play in South Dakota, which which is which is great. I mean, um, so you get to play the the big Sioux Falls schools and and all that, and we compete with them, and you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's the the community itself. You know, they're very welcoming uh, to us, to me and my family, um, and uh, especially even in this last year uh, where I've made myself probably more visible and more present. Um, in the Brandon community, um, you know, everybody's been very, very welcoming and opened their arms and opened their homes and businesses and, um, you know, invited me to be a part of different things and get more uh, involved. Um, and it's, it's I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Cool. Well, thanks for coming. I appreciate yeah. you being here. Yeah. And uh, man, go Lynx. Go Lynx. Go Jacks, too. Go Jacks. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, go Jacks. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!